Hey, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of What's Good With Jazz. I am your spiritual ally and confidant, and this show is about sharing my personal insights and resources, which is intended to encourage self-awareness, introspection, and action in your everyday life. This show is a hybrid of energetic, mental, and spiritual development from my point of view. Now, let's talk about my week. This week, there was a lot of action at my job. A lot of changes happened, and I was ready to help as much as I could. A lot of micromanaging, a lot of staying late, and a lot of focus and concentration, and a lot of heightened energies. I actually received some recognition for the work I was doing this week, and it felt strange to me. I'm like, I'm only doing the job y'all hired me to do, and that I've been doing every day that I'm here. So it didn't make sense to me. It felt unusual to accept the acknowledgement because to me, I wasn't really doing monumental shit. You know what I'm saying? And then I realized that I wasn't really being praised for the work that I always do at my job. God had recruited my coworkers to let me know how much God was proud of me for doing my inner work. So I did a lot of transformation these past few years. And lately, like within the past like month or two, I was getting a lot of signs and synchronicities that was telling me to celebrate and be proud of myself. But I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to celebrate myself. And I don't know what it looks like or feels like. And so like when I was done doing a lot of my inner work, I was just continue to move forward and like, continue to live my life. And it's like, no girl, jazz, celebrate yourself. Stop and really feel the, the, the amount of work you've done and and how amazing that shit was and how, how you came out of that and how, how more powerful you are now. And you need to really feel proud of yourself. And so, I don't know. I think sometimes People can say something to you that God was saying to you all along, but when it's a real person saying it, it hits a bit different. So God was like, how many of us have to tell you we are proud of you? Okay, now I got to bring humans in and shit. Like, the fuck? Like, girl, like, receive the love. Accept accept this praise. You know, there's nothing wrong with feeling good about yourself or about what you've done. Really feel into it. So I'm starting to really receive the love and and integrate it, I guess. Like it's it's hard for me to receive. Um it's really hard for me to receive. So I'm doing it slowly but surely. So yeah, just all week long, man. Work, 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 work. Not a lot of personal time, but it's all good. I don't even give a fuck. All right, so Let's move on to shout out to my fave. Shout out to my fave. So my faves this week are Donna Eden and David Feinstein. Donna is a pioneer in energy medicine and her husband David is a clinical psychologist. 
They have collaborated on books about energy medicine and psychology. I heard about them a few years ago, and I took their Mind Valley course in June of last year. Donna has created energy exercises to clear your energy field and body of stuck energies. The most popular one is the daily energy routine. I've been doing it every day since, and I always feel energized and lighter afterwards. She always talks about the chakras, the meridians, and muscle meridians. Donna and David helped me to understand how important it is to have a clear energy field and the health benefits also. You gain more vitality, stamina, and joy for life. You are able to let go of things more easily and sometimes get rid of pain within minutes. Her routines and exercises are another tool in my toolbox. I'll put all their information in the show notes. Thank you, Donna and David. Now, let's get to the quotables. The quotables. The quotables. The quotables. So, this week I have seven quotables. And the first one is, Your largest fear carries your greatest strength. Number two, Some chapters have to end. But in letting go, we are able to welcome back ourselves, and there is no greater love story than returning back home to self. Number three, stop trying to make the wrong people love you the right way. Number four, remember the spiritual axiom. First, take care of yourself. Then the things around you will change. For some of you, these four things simply sound like words in the air but they'll create more energy than any sword ever could. They will shake the land with their profundity. They will shine light into dark places. They will build a temple in you that will heal the land around you. And in the process, you will conquer no one, and the others will conquer no one. In the process, together, you will eventually discover family and conquer differences. Number five. You don't have to go back into a negative, tumultuous, traumatic environment in order to learn more. That's actually doing you more harm than good. Just keep moving on, keep moving forward, and find the people that are very balanced and stable and harmonious for your life, and then set those boundaries with them as well. Number six. You'll wake up one day and realize that you love yourself more than the shit you tolerate. You'll align with what you love, what moves you, and your life will start again. Thing is, you decide that day. Choose it sooner than later. Number seven. The real reason you're hurting? You're attached to people who have been distant with you. You're paying attention to people who ignore you. You make time for people who are too busy for you. You're too caring to people who are careless when it comes to you. Let those people go. That was all for the quotables. Now let's move to the main topic, the meat and potatoes. So this week, I wanted to talk about choosing 
myself because I know there's a lot of people out there who always do things for others, who always think about what others think of them. They can't move. They can't make decisions without having somebody else's opinion. And there are many times in our lives where we have to go through life alone and we have to focus on ourselves and choose ourselves in order to grow, in order to understand ourselves and figure out what we really want in our lives. And I just wanted to talk about how I chose myself and how um, I've made it out of the darkness and the fire that was creating a storm in my life. And so before I chose myself, I was very codependent. I wasn't being myself. I was very fearful of being honest because my sense of security might get taken away from me or people might not want me around. And I was scared of being alone. Um, I was constantly chasing people and never catching up, celebrating and supporting everyone else and getting nothing in return. I had a very imbalanced life and giving more, getting less, and I was suffering because of it. So I received an intervention from God and from my family who had passed on. I remember the day I was in my room and this was in November of 2016 and I was... I just got done talking to my father and I was very upset and it was basically like the straw that broke the camel's back and I was just crying my heart out and then I heard someone speak to me and it said like you are not alone like we are here to help you don't have to do this by yourself and I I knew who it was and it was spirit speaking to me and I remember sensing two of my great aunts who passed away, my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, my mother, and my maternal grandfather, who I was never, I mean, I was never close to. He he died when I was like, I don't know, like 10 or 9 or 10 or something like that. But I just noticed, I just felt him like watching everything and like being in the back, like chilling and observing everything and kind of like being a protector. And so like, it was like, Jazz, you gotta, you gotta change your life right now. Like you need to understand that in order for you to, to make these changes, to get rid of this pain you have to understand that you are not alone. You've never been alone and you never will be alone. And that was the one thing, the one thing that I was scared of, um, of being in this world. And so the message was very, very long. And after I received it, I went to sleep. And the next day, I knew what I experienced was real. I just knew it. Like it was clear as day. It was so clear. And I was told to start meditating that morning and I did. And immediately I went into the void 
And the void is a term used in meditation when you are between the thought and the breath. Shit, I feel like I'm in it right now. I can't fucking breathe. But (laughs) I connected with God again. And um, he... He gave me more messages and whenever I would get out of the meditation, I would never remember them as, as hard as I tried, I could never remember exactly the words that he was saying to me. So, but the, the context of it was really, it was like, I was told that if I choose to let go of all the pain in my life Everything that I ever knew would be destroyed, you know, destroy to rebuild anew, but it's going to take a lot of work. And I just, I I let go and I gave it all to God. And I was just like, I'll do whatever it takes, whatever it takes. (laughs) Like (laughs) I'll do what needs to be done because I'm tired of hurting. I'm tired of coming home crying. I'm tired of people not listening to me and not giving me the things that I needed. So God was letting me know, no, sweetheart, like everything that you want people to do for you and acknowledging you and seeing you, you need to do it for yourself. So that day I was like, whatever, whatever I need to do. So I chose myself that day. So God was like, okay, So I'm going to show you how it would feel to have all the things that you want first, just to get a a really good feel of the energy so you can discern when you're not being at peace and when you're in chaos and, and how you can navigate from the external world in the internal world. I know this is like, what? What are you talking about? You'll understand. So the things I wanted was peace and balance. So this intervention happened in November and all of December 2016 was quiet. I mean, nothing, no drama, no nothing, no no sadness, no anything. I, I felt so peaceful and it felt so serene and delightful. I've never felt that way before ever. But then once 2017 came around, the dark night of the soul came crashing in, fucking broken apart. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like my entire identity was tearing down. And this shit was so scary to me. Like everything I ever knew, everything I thought I knew was dissolving. And it felt like I was dying and I was. You know, my current self was dying But I chose to do this because deep down I knew that it could only get better from here. Like my life couldn't be more shittier. And I I knew like it was my rock bottom, basically. And I knew from there it can only get better. So I prayed and I begged for so long for things to get better. And I held on to the hope that I created for myself. You know, and I I kept it with me throughout this whole entire process. And I remember in February of 2017 when I had a conversation with my aunt and I just bust out crying when we started talking. And I told her that I'm going through something and 
I really don't know what it is and it's tearing me apart and I don't know what's happening and I'm scared to death and it's so hard to let go. Like I, I said I was going to let go, but it's so hard to let go. It's like pieces of me are crumbling. You know what I'm saying? And it was just so scary. Like I was going into the unknown and it was petrifying. But I had to go through the fire and burn off all the shit that I allowed people to do to me and that created an illusion to separate me from myself. And it was time to come back home to myself, you know, get rid of the external distractions that was preventing me from seeing my light, from owning my power and from trusting myself. Like I ignored myself so much, so fucking much just to get temporary satisfaction, just to get temporary relief, comfort, you know, temporary, um, you know, like people seeing me or hanging out and belonging, you know, want to be part of the crowd or whatever and being somebody I wasn't in my higher self was just like, you need to stop this fake shit right the fuck now. Like, just stop all of this shit because you are fucking draining us and tearing us apart and bringing us down. Like, this is not what you were born to be. This is not who you were born to become. You're, you're not part of the sheep. You are the fucking leader and you need to you need to understand that. And you need to get out of this fucking fake ass draining ass paradigm and programming and get with the fucking program, the real program, which is you being a fucking supreme being. So I say all this to say, you only have one you. You did not come here to be anyone's doormat, to focus so much on others that you forget yourself, to ignore yourself and to live in fear or sadness, or anger constantly, you have to be okay with doing things on your own. You have to be okay with choosing you every single time. And when you choose you, there's going to be people who are selfish as fuck, who was so happy and so comfortable with you being around and you giving all the time. Now, when you stop giving, a light bulb goes off in their head. Oh, shit. I'm not, I'm not giving that kind of, I'm not getting that kind of energy anymore from jazz. Oh shit. I need to go check her and see what's going on so I can get that energy back. So I can get that attention back. And it's like, you need to understand that people got to go through a process, go through journeys in life. And it's not about everybody else. It's about you. And you need to understand that and not feel guilty about it. Niggas was trying to make me feel guilty about choosing myself and me going through this process and it's like, I'm not going through this shit for you. I'm not doing this little, little one minute, you know, retreat or whatever, go away for a while and come back and be here for you. Like, no, this is not how this shit works. Okay. You don't need me. This is the whole fucking point. You need to need yourself. All right. And so like, it was crazy how, like people just didn't understand, but I didn't give a fuck about people understanding because I knew what was happening and I knew I needed to do this so I can feel better about myself and have a better fucking life for real. 
And, you know, a lot of times when you choose yourself, it's not on some selfish shit. It's not. Although some people can be spiteful about it, but not me. Like, I never chose myself for 40, 43 years. Yeah, I'm that fucking old. No, I'm not. For 33 years, I never even thought I could choose myself, but I know now. And it's important and it's imperative that I listen to myself before anyone else, anyone else, because Relying on other people to make decisions for your life is the dumbest shit ever, ever. And I realize that people are not giving you advice to help you. They want to, a lot of people want to see you fail. And a lot of people don't understand your act, who you are and your thoughts and who you want to become. And a lot of people just don't care about that. And so I have to be smarter about who I give to and how I give and if it's being reciprocated. I no longer have the time or the energy to assume or question someone's place in my life. I just don't have, I just don't, like, I just don't. Like when I choose myself, I keep it real with myself. I shower myself with love and support and courage and understanding and compassion which I've been begging for people to give me for all this time. And now I know how it feels to give to myself. And I'll never ask for anybody to do anything for me ever again, ever again. Like if they choose to do it themselves, that's good. That's a bonus or whatever. But I'm I'm not expecting anybody to be anything or do anything other than who they are and what they do. That's it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you can be who you are. Like, I don't want nothing from you. I don't want nothing from anybody. You know, I work hard to do, to choose myself every day. And people will test you to see if you waver. You know, like, my boundaries are stronger now because I choose myself. I feel lighter now because I choose myself. I have more peace and stability now because I choose myself. Like, I am stronger and more powerful now because I choose myself. And so I will not be moved. That's it. That's the top and the bottom line. And if you can't fuck with me based on who I am right now, then you can get the fuck on. Play a playoff. <laughs> Shit, fuck everybody else. Like, I don't care anymore. I don't care about what people think about me. I don't care about being around people and partying and and being some type of way to get the love and affection or whatever the fucking attention. I don't care about none of that because it's all trash and garbage. I I am focused on giving the attention and affection and, and love to me. Because I'm the only one who can provide the kind of love and attention and affection that I need. The exact kind. Everybody has their own versions of love and what they can give. But I know I need a specific kind in order for me to flourish and to be nourished and to be revitalized. And only I can do that. I can tell somebody so many times about how I need to be loved and treated. 
but they'll only do it based on how they love and treat themselves. And that shit is the bare motherfucking minimum. And I don't have time to accept the bare minimum. Okay. So let that be a lesson to you and to myself that I deserve greatness. Now, thank you for listening to my story. I know it's a little long and a bit winded. I don't know why I am winded. It's windy as hell outside. Maybe that's why. I'm always affected by what's going on in the earth and shit. But let's get to the daily tools, okay? Please forgive me for the way I've been breathing and the way I've been talking this episode. My higher heart is being recalibrated and my heart and higher heart are where my lungs are. So it's really hard for me to breathe and um, please bear with me. I'm so, so sorry. Next week is going to be better. But this daily tool for this week is choose yourself. All right. Create those boundaries. Have those uncomfortable but necessary conversations with people that you feel are taking you for granted and just let them know that they cannot treat you like a temporary fix or an option any longer because you deserve more and you deserve better. Treat yourself with respect, you know, embody it, be empowered by it. You know, email me at what's good with jazz at gmail.com and let me know how you are choosing yourself or how you're making changes to start choosing yourself. All right, so let's get to the end, shit. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning into this episode. I really appreciate it. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that love yourself enough to believe you deserve more and better. Respect yourself enough to create boundaries. Understand yourself enough to express exactly what you need from others and walking away if they can't honor your needs. Remember who you are. Mufasa said that shit best, bitch. Remember who you are, okay? Because you are a supreme being, okay? One love, y'all. I'll holla at y'all next week. Bye.